It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Hi there. Welcome to Against the Grain. My name's Eric. And Chase. Chad. Max. And as Chase just said, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's snowing that's, on October 11th. That's right. First it was sleeting earlier in the day. It was kind of hell. And now it's snowing at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's not too bad out yet, but we're kind of a... Uh, kind of reeling from it already not not expecting it to be this cold this early in the year it was like 60 degrees a couple days ago yeah yeah uh, i think minnesota has been challenged by some somebody somewhere to uh, try to fit all four seasons into one week go yeah exactly and i I think they're in the lead because oh my god it's freaking cold out guys my giblets be screaming out there like we just got out of the season of road construction now we're just going straight into winter yeah just in time you know i forgot about it and i went to went to work in khakis and a t-shirt <laughs> khaki shorts by the way Ooh, so, that's rough yeah so i walked up you yeah, know i remember i walked outside i opened the door and i'm like fuck it's cold outside and eric's like you gonna go change I said, nah, I think I got to go. So, nah, I'm 40 minutes early. Don't want to be 30 minutes early. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's rough. Oof. You got uh, me there. I can't, I can't really say anything to that. Um, yeah, no. When when I think this, – this just reminds me of all the times my parents would always talk about the great snowstorm during Halloween in 91. Yes. Have you guys heard about that? Yes. I didn't know. My, my mom would tell me tales of this a lot. She said – Well, I need she to always put emphasis this. on the fact that, you know, the pumpkins were on the porches, yep. and there was nine inches of snow on them. Yeah, my mom would always do that, too. And one day, one Halloween, it was just cold, a little breezy. My mom's like, well, don't forget, in 91, it snowed <laughs> t- 10 inches. And then the next year, it was a little breezy again. Don't forget, in 91, it was 10 <laughs> inches. And then, uh, yeah, so I just, it, I, I, don't, I don't think you can even be Minnesotan unless you've heard the story. Is that our real uphill both ways? What do you mean? Like our parents, like, yeah, back in my day, it, there was a blizzard oh, on Halloween. Dude, I fucking hate back in my day kind of sayings. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. Because, like, well, yeah. it's also like, well, yeah, well, also back in your day, you could die easily because you didn't have good medicine. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, do you want to fucking, you want to fucking go there with me? Because, I mean, hasn't life gotten a little bit better? I mean, there are a little that, new, aren't there a little, like, you know, bad shit? I mean, would you going to. I don't know. It's, Isn't that the goal, though? Yeah, yeah it's the Life goal. Life gets better, trying to make everything easier. No, but they're always all like, oh, well, I'm back in my day. I worked on a farm, so I had to wake up at 5 in the morning to go, you know, 10 to the field. I'm like, yeah, I you were a that. farmer. Yeah. That's what you, you do. Yeah, like, it's like, did you want to raise me on a farm so I could do that? <laughs> That's That was kind of your call. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Yeah, that yeah. was that was your call, man. I We weren't born on a farm. You picked not to be born on a farm. If yeah. you wanted me to do that. That was your call. You were in charge of me, sir. I, I got that a lot, too. You were in charge of me, sir. You know, my mom, she would talk about, you know, how what real hard work is, you know, yeah. taking care of pigs. and Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my dad didn't do that, but he, like, reminded me that, like, he would do that when he was a kid. He'd be like, oh, well, you know, I did this when I was a kid. I'd be like, yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm me. Back in my day, a quarter cost a nickel. <laughs> Just senile. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's uh, it's getting crazy, crazy weather all the time. Yeah, well, going back to, to uh, back in my day, it was worse. I think my mom would probably take the cake over anybody else. She would always say, like, fucking, <laughs> I remember one time, 
And she was just like, hey, you know what? You think my parenting style is bad. My grandma used to hit me, or my mom used to hit me with a broom. I'd be like, damn, dude, fucking get a new mom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she didn't love you, bro. Get out of that household. <laughs> anyway, um, but jeez, uh, that did not land. <laughs> did, you, did you ever meet this grandma? Do you love your yeah, grandma? Yeah, dude, she just died, actually. Oh, yeah, oh, shit. now look who's talking. Yeah, now you gotta laugh, you fucking asshole. I was just laughing the joke how, or... awkward, how, how awkward the situation just randomly became. Yeah, no, yeah, it got heavy real quick. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, anyway, besides the point. Uh, winter. Yes. Why did it come so early? It's, it's not a teenage boy. What the hell? Well, now I didn't know this, but did you guys have a <laughs> did you guys have a late winter last year? We've had a late winter the past few years. Okay, so that might be it. I went no past two years. Yeah, was, I was I was gone. It was fifty degrees during January. I'll tell you that. So yeah. I am missing those Idaho winters where yeah. you know literally. I didn't think last year it snowed maybe twice, but it was like that snow where as soon as it hit the ground, it melted. It was beautiful. It was nice. beautiful. So didn't happen at all. Absolutely beautiful. A- absolutely uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, beautiful weather. Beautiful winter uh, on your <laughs> your homestead in the potato fields. Yes. Uh, where where did you, where did you uh, what, what city did you live in? Boise State Castle. Shout out to Boise. Boise. Bartell. Well, yeah, good for fucking you. It snowed. Get over it. It, it. it snowed since fucking April. It snowed into April, and I think a little bit into May too. Yeah. Do you want to know what's funny? The day that you guys had that negative fifty degree day. Oh god. Yeah. We had a fifty degree day. What? So there was a hundred. De- there was a hundred degree difference in I those days. I don't want to live. Don't here. quote me on this, but I think <laughs> the coldest it got in in Minnesota, including windchill, was negative sixty five. I I heard that. Yeah. So it was cold. I mean it was I wasn't calculating the wind chill, so it probably was. So you know, negative sixty five, fifty degrees. <laughs> I was That's I remember crazy. my mom calling me up. She's like, We're gonna get you negative fifty degrees. I'm like, Oh my god, it's like sixty degrees, the sun is shining, I can go <laughs> Dude, outside in shorts. <laughs> your mom sounds like Mickey Mouse, bro. <laughs> well, oh, I mean... <laughs> it's gonna be cold. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh no offense to your mother. Uh, but yeah, that, that negative 65 or whatever it was in Minnesota uh, at the time, at that exact time, it was colder than it was in both Alaska, the Arctic Circle, and Antarctica. You're lying. I'm not. You're lying. I'm not. He's not lying. Look it up. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was crazy. It's so ridiculous in Minnesota, just how hard it goes in the winter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, the, and also the worst kind of snow is when it's like, like mushy enough to make a snowball like super easily because because then you can just easily go into the fucking ditch yeah that's true yeah uh i've had my fair share of ditch run-ins uh i think i think it gets pretty bad when you have bald tires uh maxwell i think you can speak a lot about bald tires (laughs) Does, does my bald. are my tra- tires bald? They're the baldest tire. They're balder than Howie Mandel, bro. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess that's why my parents been yeah, telling me I need new tires. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I gotta buy new tires. This was news to me. Yeah, really? Wow. Damn. Damn. The truth comes out. That's dangerous. Didn't you drive like a thousand miles every time you needed to see your parents? I didn't drive to see my parents every time. I took the plane. You whoa news to me. I didn't know you took the plane. There Wasn't pl- that expensive? There are planes. Yeah, dude, it was expensive. And guess who had to pay for all of it? This guy. Dude, Not a single help. Back in my day, we didn't even have planes. 
We had to make wings. Fucking damn (laughs) shit. There are planes in Idaho. Yeah, Max. I think it'd be a lot cheaper with your uh, your potato based airplane. Oh yeah, uh, like big big old potato chips for wings. For fuck. But I will tell you something. I did not, not see one place. fucking potato field. I drove through the entire state. I did not see one That's fucking bullshit. I did not see. I saw a lot of cow plantations and stuff. Where like cow they're... plantations. Were they Can you elaborate? Cotton? Yeah, really, man. Is this... Or like whatever the fuck you call like those farms. Big... Whatever, man. <laughs> okay, there's a difference. Fucking... <laughs> sorry, but it was like. Okay, uh, sorry. I didn't use the no right fucking word. It's basically you, the fucking same. Cow but, plantations. Yes. Yeah, but Dude, they were like, like, planta- all right, okay, but like it was like big ass fields, like just cows. Big ass fields. Yeah. What the man? <laughs> I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this the podcast this of point. interruptions? <laughs> My God. Oh. All right. Now let's sound. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Now, but uh, cow. A lot of cow. A lot of cow farms. Many cows. Many cows. I'm done. Yeah, many cows. It was I like I'm honestly I didn't see a whole lot of uh like actual like plant fields. Like there were some, but they weren't potatoes. Hmm. What were they? What else did they grow in Idaho? A lot of beets, a lot of corn, beets, beets. bears, beets. bears, beets. Battlestar, Star Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, hmm. Dwight Schrute. But what was it that? was. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Dude, I don't even watch that show, and I know that. Dude, was. I'm f- fucking kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but it was. Uh, yeah. No. I I was surprised because you know. Everybody always, it's, it's everything anybody fucking says. Like, oh, you like potatoes? You like potatoes? You live in Idaho? You... It's the same thing when people talk about a Minnesotan accent. Yeah, no. That see, we don't have. Seriously. Uh, well, some people do. Not in our area. Like our grandparents might. Yeah, like my, our grandparents. My, my grandma has the thickest Minnesotan accent. But, but we don't have it, like, all that much. Like, some words, maybe. But, like, yeah, how think, we speak, not really. I don't think we can say if we do or don't. Because we're not listening to ourselves. I mean, well, we can hear each other, but that's like, it becomes immune to us. Um, well, it, it's an actual thing, though, because us growing up as we did, you know, watching a lot of TV, movies, we're, and everybody else in, well, America, everywhere else in America, people are listening to, watching and listening to the same things. We're all essentially getting the same accent because that's where we're getting our pronunciations from. I would have to disagree with that. Based, it just based depends. on uh, the South. It does depend. They get the same. Well, I we think do. it depends. There's, I think Northern Minnesota would have more of that. Why accent. is that? If I just because they're the closer to Can- it's a it's a really close to Canadian accent. I would say. I will say that when talking about things that are normal across America, the South is commonly a good exception. Why? Because they just do a the, lot of things different. But they see the same shows that we see. I think they. Uh, I think. Nah, well, it's it's like, translated. They, they got they got they got actors. the they accent yeah. actors. <laughs> they dub over. Yeah. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Just watching uh, no, watching no, the watching the Montana was watching uh, the change ch- to Zinnia, Virginia. The new Joker movie he's, he has a big thick southern accent. <laughs> yeah. You get what you deserve. <laughs> when do you introduce me? Uh, can you do it as a Joker? <laughs> Joker. <laughs> Where W coming to this? W <laughs> W joke. I like clowns. Clowns are funny. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like, so you you didn't see any potato fields? No. Well, back to your thing. There was a lot of people where they would be like Minnesota. Mm. They'd be like Minnesota. You talking a minute? I'm like, no, nobody talks like that. Like no. we say Minnesota. Like we pronounce our D's instead of our T's. But we don't say Minnesota. Wouldn't that constitute as an accent? 
Yeah, it does. But I'm not saying. But they're. But that's not. But I don't know. I wouldn't agree. I'm saying they're the accent that we have is different from what they say. Like they say Minnesota. We don't say. Well, yeah, that's an overemphasis on what you actually sound like. Exactly. Be a caricature of whatever you say. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we don't sound like that. Well, no shit. Not all Southerners (laughs) sound like you, son of a bitch. Well, I know. Ding. It's, so, a, it's, it's an over exaggeration, and <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's with everything. So I would agree that there is a Minnesota accent. It is, but we don't sound like Minnesota. No, well, what, what's funny though is like a lot of the people who grew up in rural areas, like we did, a lot of the people like will catch on to like a Southern drawl type accent just because of how they want to present themselves. I have noticed that, like these people who take a lot of pride in you know being country folk, they like speak with. Southern accent. Big old cha in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Spitting in cans say. three miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I agree. So maybe, uh, maybe Chase, you have a, a point when people watch shows and stuff like that, movies, they tend to, tend to develop whatever accent they hear the most. And uh, so probably more clear and concise sentences mm-hmm. when it comes to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> the silence is deafening, guys. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, back to uh, winter in Minnesota. Don't you guys wish uh, – well, Chase, I'll let you take the reins here. Yeah, yeah. So with all this uh, talk about the weather and how it – it, it kind of sucks right now for the, being the time of year that it is. You know, it's only the middle of October, beginning of, of October, and we're getting snow, snowstorms already. Uh, don't you guys kind of wish that you could control the weather? Sometimes, but I feel like that'd be dangerous. I'd have it be like eighty degrees all the time. <laughs> Maybe not eighty Spider-Man. degrees. What? I'd rather be Spider Man. If I had a choice between affecting the weather, yeah. Spider Man. One hundred percent. I mean, in our town, I feel like that would kind of suck. We don't have a lot of tall buildings. Yeah, like the highest stories you got's like like you could seven. only go downtown, but if, that's okay. not a whole <laughs> lot of buildings. Like if if I could be Spider Man, I would move. Okay, your friendly, there, there. your friendly three block radius Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much just swing on like. Well, Spider Man can still crawl on buildings and shit. Well, yeah, but isn't it kind of lame That's if not, you can't do it on the feels tall like buildings not, though? I feel like it's not a very fast well, mode of travel. I would say that everybody. Yeah, he's still gotta run. He's gotta <laughs> run. Like you're basically crawling everywhere. Like, I would say everybody in the Great Plains area is probably screwed. Then <laughs> think of it like this: Have you guys played like a very like? Don't. Just like Spider Spider Man Two, like yes. on, the, on the GameCube or PS4, <laughs> everybody or PS2. Dude, I love Spider Man Two. Yeah, really. If you try ever tried swinging through Central Park, yeah, it would be you just fall. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing happens. Isn't like the tallest building we have like that bank? Uh, Falcon, Falcon Bank. Tallest building. Oh, I have no idea. Well, um, even that, that's not that isn't tall. That the the Grey Plant Moody, that building, the big old glass building. Yeah, that's Falcon National. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the tallest building? Probably. I think so. Uh, it's one that sticks out in my mind. Or it could be that church. No. No. Because it kind of slopes down. So I don't know if yeah. if that would be the tallest just because mm. of the slope. Or or even the Grey Plant Moody. I'm thinking more like uh, like like from, from top building to the ground or even the bottom of the river, I'd say probably the hospital. It's got the largest. Okay. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. But even then, there, it's the hospital and then it's like really... Small houses. Yeah, yeah. so houses and parks. You know, you can just swing around in a circle around the <laughs> hospital. It's like I'm ready for any you can do anything. Yeah. You if can they get hurt here at the hospital, I'll be ready. <laughs> I can save them. Oh, you guys already oh, everybody's already okay. 
doesn't have a job. You got it. You got that ambulance? Yeah, you, Dude, got, that, it. you got it. That's why probably our local Spider-Man is working at Jets Pizza. Yeah. You can't afford to live in. You can't help anybody. That uh, extreme dexterity is really Pizza good. Pizza dough. <laughs> what would you guys be if you were superheroes? Uh, all right, all right. I've been waiting to say this for a long time. <laughs> my 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 superpower. I would want to be like a Frozone type. You know, Frozone. Like be, be able to shoot. No, Frozone. Like from Frozone. The Incredibles. Is his name Frozo? Frozone. Ah, goddamn. Calzone. Yep. Like, like, like be able to shoot ice from my hands and, like, you know, be able to skate on that, you know, like Frozone does. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I remember saying this, like, back in, like, seventh grade. Like, part of my reasoning was that so that I can always have a snow cone whenever I wanted. That's good reasoning. But if it's ice, then. I mean, can you, like, make it into, like, separate ice particles to make it a snow cone? Or is it just solid ice? Well, I would assume. Just solid ice. Oh, you assume. That's a dangerous thing in these times. (laughs) Could that be considered cannibalism? Frozen isn't made of ice. (laughs) But he makes ice. That'd be, like, you know. I guess, like, drinking your own blood? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. So wouldn't that be a form all right, all right. Of I think you're thinking way too yeah, I think this. I'm thinking this just amount of <laughs> I think, like I think I'm thinking just enough about this. If you're making ice just for your own enjoyment. Yeah. It's and right there. Get, it's right there. Also, where are you gonna get the syrup from from for your snow cone? You, you just, just get fucking slit your yeah. wrist and put you know, some blood on no, your man. snow cone. Oh, no, obviously you have a now you're fa- fucking No no no. You guys, no, you have a fanny pack. With your snow cone syrup in it. Oh, that makes sense. And it just has Let a me little save nozzle. People, but first, a quick treat. <laughs> Made out of my own serum. What is that? What would that be? That'd be like <laughs> Spider-Man sucking, like, eating, like, his webs like noodles. <laughs> Are you telling me that's not a borderline cannibalism? No. He's the only one in the world that can make that, and he's eating it. Well. Cannibalism. Depending on, I think, what you're getting at, uh, Chad, what you're going to say, depending on the uh, the author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on, like, what adaptation you're thinking. Yeah, if he if it comes out of his wrists or if okay. it comes out of a little machine. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah, the Tobey Maguire movies that came out of him, which yeah. is correct, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I know. That's that why it's my favorite depiction. one. But is that so? He's eating his own thing. I guess. So if you drink your own urine, well, that would be <laughs> cannibalism. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that would just I don't be think really it's as messed disgusting. up as you're proposing. He just figured it out for He's himself. eating his own ice cream. His, like, his own fucking cones, bro. My own <laughs> ice cream. Ah. All right. So to, to talk about this, uh, if we're uh, talking about you know superpowers that produce things and then you eating them, uh, at the less edible end of the spectrum, you, as you brought up, you have, say, Spider-Man's webs, which you w- wouldn't want to eat. Uh, or uh, coming back to... Uh, coming up further, closer to food, you get, you know, snow cones. Uh, but suppose... You have a superpower that allows you to just create Food. cheeseburgers, and you can eat them. It's... That's different. That's that's apples and oranges. That'd be just creating something, not coming out of your own okay. body. Okay. All right. Well, I can see his point in that. What about like? It, okay. Let's, let's. Also, if you if you're a superhero and you make cheeseburgers, you're not. You, you're, not you. you're not. You're not. You're not a superhero. superhero. <laughs> you should be working at McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> should, should be working in Ethiopia. <laughs> Oh, you um, went there. But say, okay, let, let's relate this directly to Spider-Man, then. I like that. Say the superhero has a hole in his wrist that... Hey. No. Right, uh, he, has a, he has a hole in his wrist that dispenses French fries. 
Ooh. If it has to come out of the body, why? Why yes. French? Are they made or are they frozen? They're they're made. They're made. Frozen. So they come out hot. So he's potato <laughs> man. <laughs> they, they come out as frozen. Well, I mean, just, it, put dis- the, just to put a burden I mean, on everyone. The inside of your body is pretty hot. The starch soldier. Soldier. It's Ninety-eight degrees, man. You got I mean, if it's at room, I mean, if it's at your body temperature, a ninety-eight degree French fry is pretty hot. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, I've had my fair share of cold fries. But I think body temperature fries gross. And also it's coming out of your body. That'd be like, okay, what comes out? Oh, corn. <laughs> when you eat corn and you have a bowel movement. It's because you can't digest corn. So when that comes out, would you just eat it again? Obviously not. So when French fry man is leaking French fries. <laughs> Leak. Somebody's just walking behind him, just eating him. I mean, is he just leaking Somebody's them, or is he, <laughs> is he like, does he have not, does he not have control over it if he can dispense it? That's a shitty superpower. Yeah, that would suck. That Literally. would honestly suck. You would honestly just work at McDonald's. You'd just be like, all right, here we go. Why not Burger King? Why are you discriminating? Well, I don't know. Is he shooting hey, out like big not- wedges? <laughs> is he shooting out big wedges, this, or is he sticking? It depends how he's feeling. Oh, so oh, and how much water he's had. So much development. <laughs> Get the comic book writers out right now. We got Does a whole character a right square, here. Is it like a fucking Kringle cut in there? Ooh, that's the thing. Can he do curly fries? Can he? Can he? And if he can, season just having an off day is like seasoned. If if he's feeling spicy, (laughs) can it be seasoned? The seasoning comes out. I think I think we're getting off track a little bit, but I have one more thing to say. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucked up. (laughs) A guy who's eating his own fries. Also, yeah, he's gonna work at greater. You ever hear of don't smoke your own supply? (laughs) Don't smoke. That's like the same thing. Don't eat it's your just own wrong. fries. It's yeah, taboo. Man. It's against his ethics as a superhero. Is it? Yeah. I mean, he can Unless get he's really fucking the poor. Fuck. Yeah, it's wrong if you're eating your own fries. You have an unlimited supply of food, bro. I mean, if you wouldn't eat it, would you be feeding the homeless with it? Well, uh, you guys probably would because Ooh, you're all talking about eating it. An ethical question. Like, if you have the ability to create food out of your body and it's perfectly fine food, is it unethical to not give it to hungry people? Uh, no, because kind of like your body, your choice. Ooh. Max, Jen? <laughs> I mean, I get Don't it. But, but like, <laughs> no, here's my thing is you said you wouldn't eat it because it comes out of your own body. So would you, if you wouldn't eat something, would you then serve that and, to somebody and, and else? Al- and also would other people eat it if they know that yeah, it just it, came from Would you body? just tell them, hey, this came out of my body. This is a French fry. You're gonna <laughs> There's a lot of things hey, to consider Hey, I just here. shit this out. Eat it. Well, <laughs> well he's not shitting. I, I, Remember, I, I, it's I, coming I, out of the wrist. I think, man, it's all in the wrist. Uh, <laughs> I think if, if you look at it that way, it would be, front thing again, I, I stand by the your body, your choice thing. So making fries, it's up to the homeless person, like or even the hungry person. I feel like they'd be, I feel like they'd be inclined to do it. I feel like they will. They're they're hungry. And also, do you come with ketchup? Because do you every good French fry needs a good source of ketchup? I guess you could charge them. Just like a good sauce in general. I was gonna say charge them, but then I'm like, ah, they're homeless. What the hell? What am I doing? (laughs) And (laughs) work at a soup kitchen. You could make your own restaurant and just exclusively serve fries. But then you, or other. Are you still talking about charging people? Well, that's why you make. Because we talked about, could you make curly fries? Could you make big wedges? You know, put a little seasoning on it. I, I don't think. I don't think. um, Okay, so the homeless person question again. Um, I don't think it would be unethical. I also think it'd be kind of uh, exhausting. 
physically on the person giving does, the fries. Does it give all them day, every day giving people fries? That's your that's your life now. Question. Is there What's a limit? your quality of life? Yeah, no, 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 no. Would, would there be a limit? Yeah, or, is there a like... limitation? Does he have to eat more food to be able I would to imagine. make? That'd be like donating plasma. Of I would imagine. Drink yes. water, protein, and all that. Well, I was just wondering if he could just like do it like an entire day and then go home and you know, yeah. If he had to like, if he pushed out a certain amount, then all of a sudden he'd have to like eat like a cheeseburger and then he could like make more burgers and fries. If we're yeah, if we're talking about like like superpowers, I'd imagine the realistic aspect of it would require you to like eat eat stuff because obviously you can't just make this french fry out of nothing in your body it would take like energy yeah so i think you could uh designate an afternoon to it but don't make it a a life thing don't don't donate your fries to uh, the homeless just because people want you to you know because they're your fries your choice true well if you're if you're looking at like a job people buy sandwiches every single day and don't give them to homeless person that's true there you go enough said if you are looking at it a like a job though and talking about like an ethical obligation um you can relate that to like people who are nurses and doctors like those people have the skills and the uh, means to save people and help people but it's their job and they can't do it all the time they have to by oath if they see a car accident on the side of the road they have to help uh they are obligated to help oh, okay so i did not know that yeah so i guess when it I don't think so. Superhero is different because you're not getting paid. This isn't your job. This is just a thing you do on the side. So yeah. Would a superhero not get paid though? If we're talking about reality, like would would like in reality, if there are people with superpowers helping out a city, would they not become employed by the city? No, nope, they're a liability. Because I think it depends. They're saving people. They'd probably get a stipend. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if you were like an established like organization like they had with like the Avengers, I feel like there could be something. But if you're like Spider Man, and I'm not talking like the new Marvel Spider Man, I'm talking like you know like when Tobey Maguire where he was just like off on his own. Yeah, I feel like then I still no... don't think you can. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying day, that's they don't have any rules that go by. They're just superheroes by nature, so they just act on what instinct. So they can save people, but breaking people's bones would they get sued? But the city gets sued. This is just the Incredibles. Game. If super, if super, uh, if Superman picked up that person from the falling plane and her back snapped, she still lived. Would she sue Superman? Partner mode was just the Incredibles redone. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, too much liability. <laughs> also, I think we're thinking too much about it. There's too many things. If you're a superhero, go save somebody. Mm-hmm. That's right? true. Yeah. Mysterio syndrome. Um, and if we're <laughs> that's why Spider-Man needed a pizza job. <laughs> Pizza time. Got to pay the bills. Got to yeah. fix that damn door. He's got to yeah. get your rent. Want to fix this damn door. Yeah. Um. Man, I remember playing that clip for you and then you not laughing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Controversy. Um, Anyways. what? I would like to pose the question before we move on. Um, if superheroes, you know, were a reality um, and they were actually, you know, capable of doing things and were known to do things, would they have agents like celebrities do? Would they have agents that like book them gigs? Agents shield. Isn't that a thing? Well, like, uh, that, that's not what, like somebody that's not what that means. who like, <laughs> like they made a whole show about like their agents, <laughs> like takes calls for them and like sets up. No, everybody like, would be calling. Job. That'd Yo, be like somebody knowing the number yeah. of the president. Yeah. That would be pretty Yo, hard. Thor. Well, like it, it'd I only be you. like if you're in the know, you know? Well, yeah. they'd, have a, they'd have an agent whose full-time job was dedicated to well, organizing that, a hero's life. 
well, well, there'd be multiple okay. agents if they're worldwide. Okay. Because everybody would figure out Thor so, exists, right? You'd have multiple universes calling you at that. Okay. So okay, what, okay consider uh, consider a situation where superheroes are essentially limited to a city, um, and then the city, say, has a superhero agency with people who. Uh, set up superheroes for what they do, the jobs they are going to take, and the, say, prices that they're going to take for it. Do you think that seems like a reasonable the, thing to happen? This sounds like the superhero is kind of like a hired detective. I don't think so. It wouldn't work. No? no I feel like that would be Every hard. second, there's a crime. The agent's going to get busy, and does he have to pick and choose? Then it becomes ethical. What if his wife's on the line saying, uh, my son just got hit by a car, our son just got hit by a car, and then uh, another person is, uh, this person, there's a bombing, 30 people are killed. Yeah. What, is that what is the agent going to say? Save my son over those 30 people. Okay. So consider the following situation. You have uh, a superhero who is, you know, can't take damage, can't, gets shot, just bounces right off his chest. Superman-esque type? Yeah, Superman-esque type. Essentially invincible, has a lot of powers that can, you know, save people from, you know, attacks, crimes of any kind. Mm -hmm. Um now imagine this person has uh, a job with the police or uh, in correspondence with the police and they are assisting them in stopping those crimes and helping people to not get hurt. Um, but consider also a different uh, pe person with superpowers in this world who whose essentially the only power is to, you know, make electricity. Would it not be reasonable for this person to, instead of having the obligation to go out and stop crime, uh, instead just work at a, an electrical company? Hmm. There's a lot of words in that thing. Uh, it, it was pretty wordy, hmm. but the point is... I can see what you're... This guy makes electricity. Uh, should he go save people or just make electricity for a living? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think it becomes down to personal right. preference. If you want to save a person, be the hero, or do you just want to be the guy that works in an electric factory? electric that's true so, okay because then you just become a person of society you're not special well, electricity how does that fucking save people though all I'm, say is I'm 100 lost i was, I was totally not <laughs> listening to anything you know what happened. i'm that's sure true but i mean imagine if like you could too. do like electricity and your power was to defibrillate somebody or uh, a power that's uh less that's useful like... for like application uh, say say the power boils down to like party tricks. You can do like like Jesus. Watch this, guys. <laughs> it's wine now. Blind can see. <laughs> or if uh, like this this person essentially is a magician, but with like he's got like actual magic. Yeah, well, like, it's not it's not magic. just like illusions. And like stuff. would it not be reasonable for this person to have a person who like sets up gigs for them? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 just, that's that's a magician. That's just like being a celebrity then. But I mean like... Or like, like a stand-up comic. Like you said about like a Superman-esque type, I don't feel like they would need an agent because, you know, Superman can already like hear everybody, can like move at like speed of light, which basically means that you can be basically anywhere at any point in time if you wanted to be. And, you know... And then, it and then he's, you know, invincible. You know, bad guys have guns. Doesn't matter. If you bring an agent into the mix human interaction is going to be uh the the downfall of the organization it depends if it's a like a solo thing kind of like a superman-esque if there knows there's no need for an agent but if it's like a whole team then like say like like they have it with the avengers like you see like their operatives and stuff who like let them know like 
hey, the guy you just faced, here's their specs or background or stuff or there's something going on there that I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, like uh, they're like little like headquarters and like people telling them like, Hey, there's something going on yeah. here. Then yes. Like but I mean, if, but if super powered mobile task force. Yeah. But I mean, if you're like Superman, then you already have everything you have. You're basically like, you're Superman. Like the thing with you're Superman is it's, it's just about ethics with him. It's not about if he can do it. It's if he's doing the right thing while he's doing it. Like he can't like hurt anybody Yeah. with how strong he is. Like that's the point. And I mean, like, Super super people would, they'd be just regular people in their daily lives. You know, they'd do any old thing that a regular person would do. Yeah, but Superman came from a different planet. If well, the super, <laughs> then no one will be. Yeah. Um. So like. So dis- an, so he's an alien, essentially just taking on human form. Aside from you know extraterrestrial. Well, that's like every super person. Either they came into contact with radioactivity, or they're just super rich and put on an iron suit. Or they're gods, <laughs> not really literal a gods. Yeah. Or they know kung fu. And and Tony Stark, I mean, the only reason why he became Iron Man is because I think he felt an obligation to give back after he rebuilt his heart. <laughs> so if anything, he's more of a humanitarian than a superhero. Yeah. I mean, he did his whole thing was like bringing world peace. Yeah. Like it wasn't about like you know like being the superhero. It was about making sure that he didn't have to be the superhero. That nobody had to be the superhero yeah that so was his whole superheroes but nobody's got to do this man. well <laughs> it was originally the plan but you know when everybody wants to be a supervillain and stuff and when you're there's so many superheroes they've got their own supervillains so you know obviously he had to step in like at first when it was just him it was just you know like people shooting missiles and like wars and stuff so what about that one guy that was basically like iron man but with whips well that was the whole black? thing that was the whole thing that started it it was like oh well now that I've built the armor to make the piece, now other people are going to try and use that to, like, make more weapons and shit. Right. So that's what led to it being, like, a whole life thing. Okay. I'm officially gone this conversation. <laughs> I'm lost a little bit. Um, If I could uh, get back a little bit to uh, just, like, talking about superheroes and realism. Um, if there were superheroes and they were... Uh, by and large, regular people, uh, people grew up on Earth in normal situation circumstances, and they somehow acquired powers. They would have all the basic needs of you know regular people, um, and they would basically be prone to do any any of the variety of things that people would do. So, don't you think that they m- might essentially just become powered celebrities? It, it all depends upon the world, like, in this world, probably, but I mean, like, you know, like, obviously there's, like, in comic books, you know, they have to keep their identities and stuff, but in the real world, I feel like they would be. I mean, kind of, aren't they kind of idolized and stuff? Like, even in the Marvel movies, aren't the Avengers, like, really well-known? Yeah. Like, they're all kind of, like, you know, like, people have, like, like, even in Spider, like, the first Spider-Man movie... They had, like, Hulk and Thor and Iron Man and stuff masks. Like, everybody knew who they were. Like, you could buy, like, their party masks and stuff at, Mm -hmm. like, any old store. So, I mean, like, even without, like, their consent, like, even if they didn't show up at, like, events and stuff, I feel like they'd still be, like, idolized and stuff. Yeah, and you you brought up something I'd uh, really like to expand on a little bit. Like, the masks of heroes. Like, that would have to be officially licensed merchandise. So, like, if somebody wants to make... 
you know, a mask of whatever dude, you know, shoots fire out of, the ha- out of his hands and teleports, if that's this guy, and people want to make merchandise of him, like masks and action figures, like, somebody's going to have to jump through the hoops and sign the paperwork to do that. So does it not make sense for them to have an agent? No, because they're not doing it for money. They don't care. Make what you want to make. I'm here to save lives. The U.S. copyright law would disagree. So this person can exist, but if somebody decides to make masks of him, he has to be obligated to sign legal paperwork? That doesn't make sense. I mean, he could just say... Like sign legal paperwork that says he doesn't want the profit from. Well, if, if they want to put it, put their likeness into public domain, that's their choice. But I think, I don't think that's a realistic option for the real world. Like, if I don't think the superheroes in general are a real world option. So you can't just accept one and deny the other. And also, to be fair, the U.S. copyright law is pretty fucking whack to begin with. That's fair. It's very loose. Also, they could just make uh like. Look alike, yeah, an like a knockoff, like <laughs> like think for Thor or something like that. <laughs> same, looks the exact same uh, with brown hair. The mighty Zap Men think, yeah, <laughs> that's so, true. So yeah, they'd find a way around it. There'd still be that exposure out there, I suppose. But yeah, um, well, to get back to like what we began this conversation <laughs> with, I was I'm, I was kind of wondering what you guys' super superpowers would be. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Whoever wants to speak first, can I gotta think about this pig? I I've thought about this when I was a kid and I'm like always torn. Like I always want like something like really small because I don't want to be like that like I always thought being Superman was cool, but then I'm like, that's so much like for him to like be able to like kinda do everything and be kinda like perfect, you know, like invulnerable, be super fucking strong, have heat vision super good hearing super fast it's like that that like widens your range of like responsibility i guess you know like you have are in charge of the whole world and you know if you like mess up it's kind of like like if you're that strong like basically invincible and you like mess up once I feel like that fucks with you it feels I feel like, like it feels like uh there's a specific quote about having uh, a certain amount of ability and having some sort of obligation if only i could remember how that goes with great power comes great responsibility (laughs) yeah there it is yeah so i mean it like i wanted like something small like not something where i'd like would be like accidentally if i got like mad like i'd like break a building and explode an entire city yeah Yeah. or something like that but like it's hard to think of like a specific one I i think like fire like making fire out of like my body or something you know like just like torch yeah like the human like torch or something like that would be yeah it would be like cool i guess yeah. so you brought up an interesting point though with fire with firebender like going to like the world of avatar last airbender <laughs> like i i for one know that i would love to be an earthbender because you know that that shit's like always ready always always there for you i mean air would be too it's there for you yeah but i mean if you're a firebender, you could just make fire out of nothing. Yeah, That's well. true. Um, if we're talking about superpowers that I'd want to have, I would personally go with shape-shifting. Because then I would be able to change my appearance. Um, what I is would... it limited to? <laughs> to make yourself better looking? Oh, okay, God. yeah. What's... Uh, what's... <laughs> like, like, can you shape-shift into animals? Yes. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Can you shape-shift into... Uh... Literally anything? 
like literally like a, a like, like if you wanted to like just shift into like a household object like you wanted to hide you just shift into like a uh, lamp like a i was, I was <laughs> actually gonna say lamp <laughs> would anybody do that because then could you have all of the superpowers flight fire anything i mean i don't think I, shape-shifting would give you those i think it would give you like if you wanted to like have the appearance of being like a really bulky guy okay, are we talking about appearance or are we talking about physical quality probably I think, physical qualities so because like i wouldn't want to be able to like shapeshift wings so i could fly or shapeshift yeah. gills so i could breathe underwater but i mean you can't well okay now are you just talking about specific objects on other mammals and animals well you know or just the entire animal form, i feel like it'd be more uh, uh consistent if you were to be the entire animal opposed to being like i have gills now i can go underwater well Honestly, what's the difference? Like, if I could shapeshift into a fish, could I not just shapeshift part of the fish? No. Why not? You gotta take on the entire being. That's why you can't be like, I want to shapeshift into a lamp to hide from somebody, and your head's just the lampshade. <laughs> it's, a, it's like you get a lampshade, but it's like, but it's like a quick. powers out a and, then, and then it comes down to it that it's inconsistent because if you want to be a microphone pole, uh, but you only want gills of a fish. It, it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh shit! There's a big old hole in that. I would. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think you missed something there. Yeah, you I missed think, a point. I think. Uh, no, objects. no. I think. Was that your whole point, or were you? Was there adding something in there between the microphone pole and no? The no, I think I meant there's a big hole in his in his plan. <laughs> Just oh. to be able to shapeshift parts of my mouth. Yeah, because that'd be like okay. Okay, strictly uh, kind of off the cuff here, but what if you had, like, if you were, uh, if you had small hands, freakishly small hands, but you, you had the superpower of shape-shifting parts of your body, cosmetically, you could use that superpower for just personal use and be like, I got bigger hands now. I got uh, fucking Brett Favre's hands. Big old sausage and, and also with, like, shape-shifting and stuff, would that cause stress in your body? Like, trying to hold those big hands, like, the yeah, whole time? because your, your, your body's designed for the little hands. Now it's got big sausage hands. Like, uh, so I, I, I know that you'll get this, but like when, when Steven was trying to shape to himself to be taller in that one episode. Yeah. And yeah. it caused him strain. Just like uh, taking on a form that's not your usual one and like maybe using more space that would probably be stressful on the body as a whole. Unless you became that body of the fish, of the bigger man, of the bigger fucking animal, whatever. Because that would be your body. Then you'd shapeshift into that body. Your body would be used to it. But if you just had certain parts, you'd get weighed down. Uh, you had gills where your ribs were probably are, and now you're fucking. Why wouldn't you have it on your neck? <laughs> now you're just flipping your. Gills. I don't know. <laughs> if you had it on your neck, you couldn't wear a fucking closed collar thing. You but couldn't I mean, breathe. If you're, if you're underwater, why would you need a fucking shirt? What? Okay. Now, fat. if if you. <laughs> well, you can shape shift to not be fat. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, inconsistent. <laughs> but if you had gills in your neck, and uh, let's say, oh. You're swimming or whatever for crime or whatever. You're in water. You're you get out. For crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Guys, I'm out here swimming for crime. <laughs> swimming for crime as opposed to like 5K for Alzheimer's or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, okay, but do you understand what I'm saying with that? I, I do kind of get what so, you're yeah. saying where it's like, you know, if you had... And right. also, do you just have the ability to switch it back? Like switch it back to normal? I mean, or, yeah. Or, like, does it take some time? Like, or does, does it, it slowly like, go away? Or does or it, does like... It just... Well, I mean, there'd be, like, a certain speed that it happens, and I don't think it would be entirely instant. Fridge. Okay. So, also <laughs> another question. Now. Does it... Does it... Would it hurt, like, morphing your body? Like, 
like having to like grow like what wouldn't like hurt feeling like your bones like expand I for suppose. like no reason like if you wanted to grow like maybe like like a foot taller like wouldn't it hurt having your body like expand and your bones grow and everything like you've had growth pains before right yeah so like imagine that like intensified to the point of where you're like that, yeah. actually growing to like so that's where a foot in like a minute so wouldn't that come down to it like uh doing it for the right reason you're not always shape-shifting well i mean I'm, for the I'm asking would there be a limitation like um, that i suppose that makes or sense or would eventually you get used to that pain and you know you can just like push yourself to be like all right i'm gonna do this in like a second and be like bam. i mean yeah people do get used to like pain or uh, discomfort from things that they do commonly or frequently Okay. So Not I feel work. like that would take into account. Yeah. yeah. Living. <laughs> but so yeah, that's so which one are we going with? Uh, can you just get features or do you have to be the entire being? Probably just features. Like if I want to be a dude with wings, I feel like that's something I could do. <laughs> Alright. I don't agree with it. I hate your superpower. Well shit. You know man. what my superpower is? Yeah, I would like to, smart guy. <laughs> do you want to know what it is? Uh, yeah. Being able to fly. Simple. Just me. Where are your wings? Away. I don't need wings, bitch. I'm super. Why are you able to fly? That doesn't make any sense. Where does it come from? Can you Where does it come from? I got bit by a radioactive bird. <laughs> Sue me. Doesn't grow wings. Yeah, it doesn't it grow wings at all. Does Spider-Man grow fucking eight eyes? Does he grow fucking eight legs? I mean, there is Fuck a... you for being inconsistent. In one alternative there... universe, yes. There is actually a story where okay, he actually Okay, in my has... alternate universe... Uh, it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> in my alternate universe, I get to shapeshift parts, man. If that's no, where I'm going, fine. I'm coming to your universe and kicking your fucking fish fillet ass, you mother truck. Come and do it. <laughs> yeah, no, he just got bit by a radioactive like jet. <laughs> <laughs> it leaked on me. More of like a jet thruster on your back. Yeah, man. Yeah. man uh, the fuel it would take. Yeah, just well, like shoving down cheeseburgers to make your jet fuel. Yeah. It's efficient, Back more efficient than jets. I could carry the entire U.S. fleet. What can you do, fish boy? <laughs> <laughs> swim for crime, man. Are you not listening? Yeah, I could fly right over and be like, look at this fucking idiot. Look at him. Look at him. All right, I'm done. But, but, but you, you wouldn't have, like, you, you just wouldn't have wings or anything. It would just be, like, just floating. Just me, like, floating around. Like, like Leia, the forest thing in uh, Skywalker. Ew. Just, like, floating around, but, like, more free and less dead. I don't, I don't know why I thought of this, but you know the movie Sky High? Nope. <laughs> what? Don't know it. You don't know the movie Sky High? Nope. Well, the, the, if I say it no one more time, will the, it be yes. <laughs> the, the basic premise is that the, it's a high school for people with superpowers. Oh, that sounds stupid. And it's called Sky High because it's on a floating island for so, some reason. Pretty good movie. So these kids are all put there against their will? No. no. So they're, they're That would be there. illegal. That's why it's called Sky High. They just go to high school. So they So they just fly to high school? On a yeah, flying bus, yes. Flying bus. On a flying. Fly, this is getting ridiculous. Well, it's, it's a, a Disney it's a, it's Channel. It's a Disney Channel original. There's made, only so it far. It was made we like 15 go. years okay, ago. So cut it some break. Is this high school like cut just above human break. Earth? Yes. Yeah, it's on a okay. floating so superhero high school. They're already ostracized from the rest of the world. Uh, let's see how good their fucking health is going to be after they graduate. They're hanging out with other. Superheroes. How are they going to get jobs? They, I specialize. Superheroes, dude. They won't get paid for their natural ability. And they will if they have agents no oh my god <laughs> okay 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 chad what were you saying what was i saying <laughs> you're like so you guys know sky high oh yeah but like the the, the mom in our um like the mom of uh the main character yeah yeah the main character how she flies 
Oh, gonna, yes. Say, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Forever and always. Okay. That one is me. I am her. Boobies. But I'm fly high. Sky high. <laughs> My power is that I fly and I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah. What? Do you got yours? Yeah, he was super fireman or whatever. No, what's your superhero? Super Man on fire. Yeah, I'm a like flaming torch. Okay. What are you? Iceman. What Ice are you? Man, yeah. The Iceman sh- cometh. I'm a shapeshifting guy. I change parts. It's going to be freezing. Swap me out like a Lego minifig. All right, everyone. Chill. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> so when it comes down to cold weather and, and, and parking violations. <laughs> <laughs> what a change of pace. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had the ability to remove all parking violations from uh, college kids. I don't oh, think yes. they deserve it. There we go. I think they're going there not really because they want to, but because uh, maybe society or their family or are making them go. Now they got to pay that extra fine. What do you guys think? I don't think they should be. Uh, have, at least not as steep as some of them can be. Like sometimes I see cars get towed. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I saw one with a boot just earlier today. Yeah. In the school parking lot. Explain. Explain what? Like this whole thing. I've, I've never seen or had that problem. Okay. Um, so let's say, because college parking, there's not enough room for everybody that goes to camp. Okay. That's a fact. Yes. Um, so I've chosen to, uh, to bike there every day. All right. Um, but kids don't have that luxury of living right next to there. And if they're prior to this first coming year and they're a freshman that live 30 miles away, they didn't have to live on campus. But now they got to drive there if they're a sophomore, junior, or senior. They got to drive there from, I think, I, I've seen somebody come from Alexandria. Holy shit. I've seen people fuck? come from, uh, what was the farthest, farthest place? Moorhead. They can't go to Alexandria Tech? No. What the They f- can't go to uh, Moorhead either. For some yeah. reason, they just yeah. went to SESU. Because SESU has uh, higher acceptance rates, I think. Yeah. So they make this, this hike. I don't know if they're here, just they come here for the week or they come here every day. But it becomes troublesome when they get there maybe... 25 minutes late than they normally do and every parking spot's taken now do you miss your class which can also you know make you lose money potentially in the future for not getting the degree if you didn't pass the class or do you lose money right away because you got to park in front of a fire hydrant or do you got to park in uh, a parking lot that's not designated for you i think it's messed up given the uh, fire hydrant i can understand more mm-hmm. than just parking in a lot if there's an open space but i don't know what do you guys think I mean, leaving earlier. But it doesn't happen all the time. That's being unrealistic. I don't think there's any really pretty solution, but I do think that, you know, parking rules should be upheld. Like, if somebody's parking in a place where they shouldn't be, um, I don't particularly care if they're a student going to school or not. And then they're they're violating parking laws. What if... uh, Okay. So... These parking tickets can come from just staying there for too long, too. I mean, if it's the rule, then it's the rule. So you guys are strictly based on rules as rules. Well, I mean, that's if you have a grievance with it, you bring it up. But I mean, if I do have a grievance, but I with mean, I parking situations. I, mean, I do too. But I mean, but you better not fight the system. Un, Don't fight the man. Just until live in the world. it's changed, you have to obey it. So change it. Fight that. That's what I, I'm saying. Okay, That's why I'm talking right now. I would say... I'm not um, doing it. I don't, I'm not bothered by it. My 10 cents exactly. on the situation... Get bothered by it. <laughs> Get woke. My, my sense on the situation is... Um, so, at SCSU, we have a lot of parking lots that are pay lots. You have to pay a couple hundred dollars to get a parking pass for the semester. 
Um, and then you are allowed to park in a particular lot, not any of the lots. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, you get one. Um, I don't think that should be how the situation is. I think you should just be able to park at school. And some of those lots like cost like $400. Yes. Yep. And it's ridiculous. It is okay, absolutely that is, absurd. Okay, that is ridiculous. Or, or $1.75 per half hour at uh, in front of the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, parking meters. So... And even the cheapest one that's like far, like farthest away from the school, like any any like classes or buildings, it's like one hundred and seventy three. Yeah, that screams problem to me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then again, you could chalk that up to everything in college being expensive, whether it comes to books that are four hundred dollars. I bought a four hundred dollar book this past summer semester. Didn't even open it. Still in the plastic package. Try to return it. They don't accept it. Hmm. I wasted four hundred dollars on a book I didn't use, and I still passed the class. Try and sell it to a, somebody who's taking the class. Well, yeah, that's going third party. But I'm saying, like, this, this, there's no reciprocation when it comes to the school uh, accepting books that are brand new that they could sell back to somebody still in the plastic package. Uh, they just won't do it because then they won't make as much money. Did you not have an option to rent? No, I didn't. Okay. I was going to say that there's what I did when I went to my classes. I just rented them because, like you said, Books are ridiculously expensive. There are and a lot of I was not gonna I was not gonna use it after I was done with the class. So I was like, I'm just gonna rent it. Right. It'll be like fifty bucks each. It'll be a lot cheaper than having to spend like five hundred bucks on books for a semester. So yeah. that's just what I did. But, but it's not you didn't applicable to everything. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot you of did, you didn't have uh, like rent busting tactics, like having one textbook have one access code for a homework website. For the semester that you have to have, otherwise mm-hmm. you will not pass. Really? Yes. Yeah. So oh. it's a single-use textbook. A lot of math. Upwards of three hundred dollars. Okay. Um, I have this with my one of my calculus classes yeah. that I've taken, um, and it's absolutely ridiculous because I have not touched the book aside from using the access code to do homework that is a vital part of my grade, and it's. Uh, it's honestly, I think it's a complete sham that we have to pay so much for textbooks because the material isn't important a lot of the time. Then what's the professor's duty too? What are they teaching that's not in the book that I can't Is a lot of your stuff online? Like the way they like give you the information and shit? No, it's lecture. Okay. But I mean like all of your homework and other stuff like that is more online? Yes. All of my homework is either completely online or posted online. When I went to school, I didn't... uh, I didn't use like my math textbook ever. I didn't use my, the only textbook I did use is my speech class one. No, my communications class one. Okay. It was the only one I used. And I actually used it like a lot. Like I actually had to like read it Mm -hmm. and stuff. That was different, but there were like my math one. I didn't use my, uh, what was my, like my LA class Right. for my, Mm -hmm. didn't use it all. It was all like notebooks and like taking notes and stuff. So, you know, I found it kind of uh, discouraging too to try and go through the campus store because I can find these exact brand new textbooks somewhere else on some third party website mm-hmm. for $11. Yeah. And they're trying to sell it for $400. What? Why? What's the difference? Usually there's not so much, if any. It's, it's honestly just about profits because if you look at any other things in the bookstore, or the campus bookstore, then you compare it to prices elsewhere uh it's so jacked up yep you know like the prices will be 300 400 percent higher and i get the convenience factor within the campus store 
But when they have to order books regardless, why do they have to be so expensive? Yeah. Like, uh, specifically, there's, like, a daily planner, you know, or weekly planner. Yeah. You write down your assignments, write down, et cetera. You have to? Um, or is that you just... don't have to. Okay. It's optional. But it's... Uh, it's like the one we had, like, it's, it's a school agenda, and it is $10, where the same sort of thing that you could get somewhere else is maybe 250 Right. Why the difference? Money. Money. I mean, it's basically the same thing as if you go to like a baseball, football, That's, basketball game, or like a, or like an amusement park. People can choose to go there, though. Some people can't choose to go. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know, they jack them up because, you know, you're there. Well, you're not going to have food. I think, I think that's rightfully jacked up, you know. You're not supposed to have a gourmet meal at the, uh, the ballpark, but they got to heat up everything just for one day. They got to run the ovens, run the gas, run the lights. Yeah, it's going to be jacked up because that's how they pay for things. That money, you can direct, you can see it directly going from this to that. Why can we afford to make hot dogs for you? Because they're $3 more than, you know, typical things. So I can see it more from a, a business standpoint and from a, you know, commercial thing. But when it comes to campus and, and schools, aside from private schools, it's ridiculous. And yeah. I just don't like it. Hear me roar. <laughs> and I think that's where a lot of uh, mental strain can come from. Uh, you, you can see in college kids, you know, like their mental health deteriorating because they got to make ends meet working full time, going to school full time. Oh, yeah. Getting burned out pretty quick. And they break. Yes. Classes are not designed for people who have other obligations in life. Right. Um, at the beginning of the semester, a lot of your teachers will tell you directly that they expect you to... Uh, either be studying or doing your homework, you know, X number of hours for every class hour you have. Mm-hmm. My my calculus professor uh, has told me that uh, they expect me to dedicate three hours outside of class uh, toward the class for every hour of class that I have. And the class is four days a week, an hour each time. So if I'm expected to t- take 12 hours, uh, half of an entire day, and dedicate it to one of my four classes i'm not going to get by because i have a job I'm working 25 to 30 hours a week that i have to i have to afford rent and food and utilities and like, and like also like social life as well yeah. yeah and if i don't have a social life like if i don't you know see somebody or just sit around with somebody that i don't always see for maybe a couple hours a week if any then i'm not going to be mentally healthy i'm going to just be a shut-in and be depressed. Mm-hmm. And I've had that happen. Yeah. Depression can uh, sneak up on uh, a lot of people. and Everyone, really. Yeah. It, you know, what's funny is I think the most accurately displayed uh, depression character I've ever seen in a recent film or, or TV or anything is Joker. Joker. Joaquin Specifically the Joker. newer one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all saw, saw it now. We gave a review in 5.5 that has yet to be released. But Chase, give us a review. How did you? What did you think about that movie? Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Big spoiler. spoiler. Yeah. Badass yeah. spoiler alert. Spoilers. Spoilers abound, um, which is uh, unimportant for my brother. I know you're listening. You listen to every podcast. Uh, we saw it together, so no spoilers for you. Um. <clears throat> I think Joker was an excellent movie. Uh, I think it was specifically an excellent drama. 
it was very slow and the pacing was awkward. Um, but that's how it, the movie was supposed to be, uh, you know, focusing on the Joker and how he came to be. Um, I, I didn't mean to rhyme. Uh, this is not a Dr. Seuss review. Um, I thought it would portrayed him very well uh, and portrayed mental illness very well, being, uh, you know, depressed about his life situation, being 30-something years old, living with his mom who he has to take care of in a city that is completely awful and hates him, uh, anxious about work and being literally beat the shit out of him in the streets by random people, teenagers and rich douchebags. Um, and, uh, he uh, has a mental, uh, condition or neurological condition that causes him to, uh, laugh uncontrollably, uh, during situations where, uh, you wouldn't normally do that. You know, you're angry, you're sad, you're anxious. Um, and I think a lot of that was tied in very well with the character. Uh, and as a drama, the movie worked very well because it, uh, posed the Joker, uh, whose, whose name in the movie was Arthur, posed Arthur with a lot of other characters who put a lot of different angles in the movie. His mother, uh, another person in the building, the apartment building he lived in, uh, Thomas Wayne, uh, and a, a com comedy talk show host. Um, I think it poses these characters very well together, and I think especially focusing on the Joker, it worked very well uh, with his character and how he was supposed to be portrayed. Because uh, looking at him throughout the movie, um, you can see it. Well, first of all, first off, in his body, uh, Joaquin Phoenix lost a lot of weight to play this role. I think it was he, like fifty-six pounds. Yeah, he looks essentially like a skeleton man, and you see that a lot because he's shirtless in a lot of scenes. Um, and when you other times when you see him uh, in his you know cloistered, uh, anxious, depressed state where he's suffering from the side effects of the world around him. He has very sharp, twitchy, awkward, anxious movements. Um, but when you see him interact with the world around him, being confident and, and assured in who he wants to be uh, and where he's comfortable, he, his movement is very fluid and smooth. And you hear like opera music playing uh, in the movie. And seeing those juxtapositions is very nice. And when it comes to the sort of final scenes of the movie, uh, it's a lot more of that. You see him more or less completely in character as, quote-unquote, the Joker uh, in his getup and, you know, clown paint. And he's doing a lot of dancing and uh, a lot of uh, very intentional movements. And uh, especially in the last uh, the talk show, the talk show scene, when he's actually on and he you know, shoots and kills the show host. Um, and then his sort of actions after that, he's smiling, he's laughing, he's fully transformed into this character. And then at the, the very final scene where the police car that he was in uh, is, you know, crashed into and he's pulled out of the wreckage and he stands on top of the car and raises his hands and everybody's cheering that, is such a stark difference transformation from when you first see him in the movie. Um, and I think what, for that reason, I suppose, I think it's a very good drama and a very well done movie. I got two questions for you, Chase. Yes. 
two questions I have, and I've looked at a lot of reviews online because I'm torn with the movie more of in some ways. Like, I, I do believe it's a great movie. I'm just torn on if it's, like, a masterpiece, as some people would say. And there's two questions. One is about the movie, and one is about the other thing. I'll ask about the other thing first is, Go ahead. do you you watch The Dark Knight, right? Like, you watch... Yes. Do you think that this is better than Heath Ledger's Joker? Apples and oranges. It is. It is apples and oranges. Um, not to discredit your question, though, I do see why that's a necessary thing to say. I'm just wondering, like, in terms of not who played the best Joker, but who gave a performance-based, like, who was, like... Um, if we're talking purely performance, I'm going to say Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. And I know you might disagree with that because The Dark Knight is one of your favorite movies. I can Um, see why you made that point, and I'm... That's why I'm asking some things like this, because I'm torn and I don't know. Yeah, my reasoning is I'm going to say that because Joker is a drama movie, the performance is a lot more uh, emphasized. Uh, I won't say necessarily important. Um, and so, and most the entire movie focuses on Joaquin Phoenix and his Joker character. That's true. Whereas in The Dark Knight, uh, the Joker is you know the villain to an action movie. Okay. And he has his scenes, and he has the performances, and he is his Joker. Um, and is very, very well skilled at that. Very, mm-hmm. very talented actor. Um, so I, if we're talking about the experience overall, I'd say they're essentially neck and neck. Okay. Um, but I think I enjoyed the Joaquin Phoenix one more. Okay. Can I, can I, okay. One one from Eric before I ask my last comment. Um, I think when you, when people relate, you know, these two jokers, Joaquin Phoenix's and, uh, Heath Ledger's, Ledgers, they tend to decide more with Heath Ledger's. I I find that because they think, first of all, they're not the same person, right? Totally different situation uh universe whatever you want whatever you gotta say but when it comes to uh really remembering it i think it's romanticized because of the death because you're saying because he died it's romanticized because of the unfortunate death that heath ledger had yeah people i would disagree okay let me finish this uh because when they see that they thought this was his quote-unquote last performance he gave it his all all that i've seen that so much and he did he it was a really good you know performance whatever but um, when it comes to just the overall, like Chase said, it's you get you, get, you see short little glimpses. Of the movie's not about him; it's about Batman in the Dark Knight. So the Joker is just this the movie's villain, but that's all he is. He doesn't have you don't really know where he comes from. All right. Uh, unlike Joaquin Phoenix's. All right. I'll give you that much. I'll give you the whole. It's not about him. I would disagree on it's romanticized because he died because. I watched, I didn't, I wasn't, I was told by my father not to watch the movie until I watched, sat down and watched the whole movie when it, like when it wasn't on TV, when I had the actual DVD, I didn't care about if he died. In fact, I thought that him saying that the Joker in a movie would be a bad character. And I like him saying that it was one of the best performances. I thought he was crazy. Cause I was like, I'm like, yeah, maybe he could be good, but it wouldn't be amazing. And when I watched it was like that's just my but back to my second comment chase yeah go ahead do you think or did you think that there was anything in joaquin's joker movie that didn't work didn't work 
Because um, I have one that I will ask you, but I want you to think about that and see if you come up with anything. You know, thinking about the movie directly and all the scenes that were in it, I can't pick out a particular thing that I think was, you know, this part of the character didn't work. Um, I There is one specific part of the movie... Uh, that was changed from the trailers that I feel like should have been the same as the trailers. Where The line that says, I used to think my life was a tragedy. Now I realize it's a comedy. Um, and that was very uh, delivered, deli- a deliberate, poignant line in the trailer. Um, but in the movie, it's, you know, you know, I used really to think my life pace. was a tragedy, but it's a fucking comedy. Um, I, I like the pacing better in the trailer. All right. Let me ask you this. I I have thought about this a lot, and I think there's a big part of the movie that I didn't like and I thought didn't work, is I think you could cut out the whole thing about the girl from the other apartment, and it wouldn't change the story at all. I don't think so. I have to disagree. Um, Because the whole movie focuses on Arthur, the Joker, uh, and how he suffers in society. Uh, you know, we live in a society, um, but um, about how he suffers due to his mental condition and his uh, occupation as a clown and how uh, everybody treats him like trash. And that's that's the whole comparison in the movie, because, you know, the first thing you're uh, exposed to is a news report you know, where the Gotham's trash is backed up. Nobody's taking the trash. It's all trash. That's a, in a that's a direct metaphor for how. Arthur is treated by the outside world. Uh, you know, colleagues treat him like trash. They don't like him. His, uh, the people, the random people in the street treat him like trash. They you know, beat him up, steal a sign. Um, and rich people treat him like trash. Uh, you know, people at Gala, Thomas Wayne, uh, when confronted directly by Arthur, Thomas Wayne's just a big old prick to him. I mean, and, uh, he kind of snuck into a private yes not and not to like say that forcibly he... accused him of being his dad and was if you were thomas wayne and some dude and, came and, up to you and, he was and acted like that he was also and, and also he was at his house That's touching true. his kid would you would you really Supposedly. not no, <laughs> no. It, alfred saw him <laughs> no no that, yes, that could have been all in his fucking mind well then the whole thing is in his fucking in, mind that's why yeah. the whole thing with the girl being involved in the story could yes. re, could kill or make the entire yeah movie. what i'm saying with that is you know all his life he's treated like trash uh by his co-workers rich people the outside world and even to an extent his mom because uh, his mom is dismissive of him and his concerns. Well, she's yeah. also mentally ill, Yes, too, that's so an important part of the movie. But also, just the fact that since he's treated so poorly, and uh, he meets this girl, and, you know, throughout the movie, it seems like, yeah, they're hitting it off. Uh, she's enjoying his company. They're spending time together. Uh, you know, things are looking out for him. Which is really odd at first, how she she just was, like, okay with him stalking her. her. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it happens. And the, the thing with that, you know, he's... It it, it does relate to the uh, tragedy comic, comedy line, because he's sort of seeing it as his life. You know, it sucks, but it's turning around. Um, because it's getting to be a genuinely better life. You know, somebody likes him. Um, but then when it turns around and 
uh, he realizes that it's all it was all in his imagination because because he has some sort of psychosis um, that is an important part where he realizes that his life is different than it seemed and uh, it turns around into a different sort of narrative because of that uh, for him specifically and that's where that's I think where the mental break is that's where he becomes the Joker for me I think all right. I can get what you're saying. My thing was, is like, I can agree with you. My thing was, is there wasn't enough scenes of him with her and with like actual good interaction for me to justify that whole twist. Like when we see them, they aren't like, besides that one scene where he asks her about stalking, name another time where they actually like talk in the restaurant. Do they talk in the restaurant? They are talking in the restaurant. But we can't hear them talking. There's not an actual well, conversation. Well, we assume what they're saying, just lighthearted conversation over a meal. But he, but he wasn't the... talking. He was smiling the entire time. So he, Okay, yeah. but it's the closest. My, my thing is there isn't enough there to justify it being there. There or... isn't enough of him, like, actually, like... Like, you, I knew something was off the entire time. Like, I was like... Like, I was like... We don't hear them talk. They're not talking. They're not. We don't ever hear them have an actual like they talk long the conversation. Theater, no, they didn't. After the theater. No, they didn't. They went out on the street and they were showed like, like, like they clips of them. Talking, weren't they? No, they were showed clips of them like getting something from like a stand and then. No, yeah, they were. They went to the newsstand and the newspaper on the stand was about you know a person in a clown mask shoots some people, shoots some rich dudes. Um, and her, the imaginary her, says, you know, whoever did that's a hero uh, to Arthur. But then he didn't say anything. Is that, it's more rhetorical. And maybe that's important. Maybe that's important foreshadowing as yeah. to, yeah, the situation isn't really I guess. more of a nod to the I situation. Guess. I'm just saying, breaking. for me, it didn't work. There wasn't enough there to justify the whole twist. I could live with her, like, still being in the story, but, like, I didn't feel like any of like her being there or being in there like out of most, even when it wasn't her like hallucination, her screen time was probably less than two minutes. Okay. But when they are together, you can kind of see that everything's right in Arthur's life. You know, I guess like what Chase but... said, his life sucks, but at least he's got that. And uh, yeah. The important part of it being that it was a bait and switch. All right. And it, and I think it did work. I mean, when he's in the apartment after, uh, you know, we know it's just a hallucination. She's like, who are you? Your name's Arthur, right? Your apartment's turned down the hall. To me, that kind of fucked with me. I was like, holy shit. I knew she knows was... nothing about this guy. Here we are thinking they're dating. I... Uh, she went to a stand-up show. She They hung out afterwards. She was laughing even though uh, people were laughing. She was laughing with him when people were laughing at him. That, that to me was important. And I think as an audience, we can assume that there are other times like that off camera. And, and assume, but it's the storyteller's job to not. I think it's a storyteller's job to let the audience kind of inference and things do. <laughs> not if you want them to get the picture. If you want them to get the picture, you have to show them the picture. You can't tell them about the Dude, picture. How dumb is your audience? Well, they did. They showed. Uh, no, okay, but they... what he's saying is 
you have to pretend like your no, your audience no, knows everything. That. I'm saying they, they gave us like four scenes where they're together, three or four scenes. We can assume there are other times in the timeline where he's becoming the Joker. And then all of a sudden when he is the Joker, it's not there anymore because it's been all made up in his mind. Yeah, and, and, they, and they showed the scenes where she was in and then immediately showed the reality where she wasn't there. Yeah. And then, uh, the last one especially where Arthur is visiting with his mom in the hospital. You know, he's there. Uh, well, that's what tend, I'm saying. To tend to his mom and, he, and this woman is there for him. And it turns out she wasn't there for him. And then it turns out his mom wasn't even there for him. And I think that's why that's important why that was the last scene where she was in. He had nothing. He had nothing to lose. That's why he broke. Or because he's mentally insane. Oh, it's, is that it's, it? It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, Jesus, it's, not it's all being tied together. His entire life, is it? I mean, I.e. his mom not being there theoretically forever and the girl not being there forever. I think it was more of her mom letting her ex-boyfriend abuse him and then, you know, not telling him about all that right. shit but the point where he's making up shit just to feel happy and then you find out he literally just made it up to make him feel better i mean didn't we all kind of know that he was making it up no i can honestly say i didn't i oh. didn't i thought it was a little fast i was like okay the story's picking up and then it was oh. fake and i'm like oh that makes sense oh. yeah mm-hmm. okay Yes. Max is just too big brain for all of us. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying it didn't work. Like like how I was trying to explain it, there wasn't enough there to justify it being there. So I was like, he's obviously making this up. Like, he's obviously thinking about this. I would disagree with that. Well, I'm just saying that's just how I viewed well, it. Well, I, I, I was, think movies are give and take. Uh, yeah, give some by people... the storyteller, take by the audience, take what you I know, but if is. you're going to like... I know if you want to have the audience sit there questioning it, but if you're going to sit there and like... The whole ending of the movie questions the movie. You have to yeah, you have to think true. about it. When he's in the mental hospital, it's like, oh, was this entire thing faked out? Yeah. Or... My, uh, my did... coworkers just today were talking about how, uh, I mean, you know, there's, there's theories that Thomas Wayne is his father. The mm-hmm. adoption papers he saw were his imagination. Uh, and his mom wasn't lying to him. You know, people are saying that could be part of the psychotic uh, break. That's that's a little bit of or, a, or, him imagining something. That's that's a tough that's a tough theory. A I okay. personally my theory my, to it. my theory was I don't know if you listen to the five point five, but my theory no. was is uh remember at the beginning when he's talking to the social worker and it showed like that brief glimpse of him in that white room banging his head on the glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing was like that was a quick snippet of him like actually being where he was, and then at the end, after all of you know the movie, and he, when he's in the white room, like he just like that whole thing was the joke he just thought of, yeah, right? Like the whole it, movie, and, and then he says you wouldn't get it. Yeah, he's like you wouldn't get it. That's why you can think about it. That's why the story and then you know it shows him like in the nut house and you know getting chased by all the doctors. Mm. So you know, yeah, after he kills that girl. Yeah, the whole yeah. important... Assumed. The poor. Or if he... Yeah, if he... Because they didn't him. show us that he killed him, so it did mean, not happen. I mean, it probably did happen. Exactly. Yeah, the, whole, the whole importance of it being that Arthur is an unreliable narrator. Which, I don't know, some people are... They hate that trope of Fuck the your story, narrator. Arthur. You're not telling me the truth. <laughs> but I think it's a very... I think that's one of the best applications of the unreliable narrator is in dramas, because it works as good as it did in Joker. I think it's good. I just don't think people should like say that just because you know you have an unreliable story and stuff that it's a good story. No, uh, it, I, it still I, I think the movie well. works, but I think that if you were to apply this, you know, somewhere else that wasn't around like this same thing, I think that's a stupid idea. Yeah. Oh, 
What? So if you didn't have, if you applied this story to like somebody that wasn't the Joker character, like I think this worked for the Joker really well. But I think if you apply this in like a different movie, well, you saying and if like if a... you applied if this was like a trope that was used more often, then it would suck. Didn't Taxi Driver follow the same trope? Okay, but Joker is basically a paste copy of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Right, but it worked in those two films, didn't it? Two but films they, but, out of thousands. But those weren't those weren't Joker. Those that's the, the character wasn't the Joker. Yeah, but so your Joker falls copies those two movies uh, basically paste for paste. Yeah, saying just saying that. Uh, so what you're saying is this is basically just a copy of. It is a copy. Me, yeah. So every Joker movie before this, so so no this, this, this whole this whole outlook of the this story whole, can work on other things. No, this whole movie is basically a copy of two other I, movies. I think the point that Max is trying to get at is that uh, this movie is being received as well as it is because it's an iconic character already, and, and if, it's because it's being told in I in a iconic way. I don't think that. Like you said, okay. like having unreliable narrator shouldn't be like this. Like, I don't think every movie should be like, you know, leave it up to the audience to assume. I think you can tell the audience what you want to fucking know. Okay. But then again, people caught on to the storyline taxi driver with that character. And it wasn't a really renowned person that everybody knew about right away. No, I, don't think... I haven't seen taxi driver. I can't. Really well, it's such a popular film because it was a different film. People, it, it followed this guy who broke, basically. Yeah. Same story, but in the 70s when it came out, people caught on to it and liked the movie before. But it wasn't a thing. It was just a movie at that time. It wasn't based on the Joker comic book thing. It wasn't a character that people already knew of. Okay, but nobody, so it knew, nobody knew that this was going to be Taxi Driver, but with Joker. They just thought it was Joker. In any case, I do believe that the Joker movie is an excellent film. Um, I to answer your question, too. to answer your, to actually get to answer your question, um, I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece because um, no movie is, is a masterpiece aside from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, <laughs> that is a good bold movie. statement. Susan. Yeah, no, no other masterpieces. <laughs> Fucking love it. It's just it's so up to interpretation. Jam, Space Jam is a good. Get out of here. Shut the fuck it's up to your interpretation? Up to your interpretation what is and is not a masterpiece. For me, the oh. jo- for me, Joker is not a masterpiece. But it is a, an excellent film. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that just about does it for us today. Yeah, I think that's us signing off. Yep, yeah, everybody have a great day.